The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. Reiki has been proven to bring you balance and peace as well as improve your health. It's a healing method that works with other alternative methods as well as conventional medical practices to encourage and enhance personal healing on a number of levels. Now, to tell you more about Reiki and better health, here is Paula Vale. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of For the Love of Reiki. I am Paula Vale, your show host, and we have another great show out for you today. And today's topic is going to be discussing momentum and the shift that is happening in the world and the part that Reiki plays in that shift and the awakening that is happening. And we will be discussing that momentum, what's building and growing every single day. I have a, an amazing guest today. His name is Derek Rain. Derek works with individuals and networks in catalyzing social change. And welcome, Derek. Thank you, Paula. It's so great to be here today. Oh, I am just honored to have you here and very grateful and really anxious and excited to hear what you, you have to share. Yeah, I, well, I'm really, really grateful to be here myself. And yeah, I mean, we, we've, as we've been talking about so many different topics over the last few weeks, you know, the, the topic of momentum and the shift really has been the thing that's resonated with me the most. And so I'm really excited to be here today and to have a chance to talk about that. So yeah, so thank you so much. What, what do you see happening, Derek? Yeah, you know, um, there's several things that are happening on our planet right now, and I think the biggest thing that those of us that I feel are, are really connected and are tuned in see a big shift away from uh, a top-down, paternalistic, fear-based way of being in the world to one that's much more inclusive, uh, much more community-centered, that embodies a whole different set of values, really. Uh, and I think that's that shift really speaks to who we are as a species, who we are as human beings. And it's an emergent shift that's happening in so many different ways in our planet. And and for me, it's not the first time that it's been here. Like I said, I think this is really the way that we're, we're designed to live. And uh, we've we've all had to go through this time period of, of kind of straying in order to learn some really valuable lessons. But I think that's the shift is the fundamental shift away from a vibrational energy of fear to a vibrational energy of love and connection. Oh, how exciting. How exciting. And I see everything that's happening with with just with Reiki. You know, there's so many more people 
finding Reiki and gaining benefits from Reiki and learning Reiki and having their vibration raised. And that's part of them opening up to a shift that may, they may not have even been aware of was happening. Absolutely. Yeah, that, the, the energy of Reiki and the energy of, of energy medicine really is a fundamental part of the shift that's happening. And, and part of that for me is that people really get attuned to their true essence and their true vibration of who they are as, as individuals. And, and it's so difficult for so many of us living in this culture where we're constantly bombarded with, with negative messages of, of self-image and negative messages of the news. I mean, I, I've been very fortunate to live without a television set and cable TV proudly for over a decade. And, Woo-hoo. you know, and, and even, even there, you know, it's been, it's so hard to escape the 24 seven media infotainment, um, narrative that we've, you know, all been, uh, at least in America, have been, you know, plugged into on a day to day basis. But the energy medicines such as Reiki really allow us to, to go deeper within and to, to disconnect from that vibration of fear and limitation and to really reconnect with a deeper part of ourselves that hasn't ever been lost, but we've just been disconnected from because we've been momentarily distracted. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy. I'm someone that watches the news in the morning drinking my coffee because i I battle with, okay, I want to be aware of what's going on, but I don't want it to pull me under the water. So I listen, I see what's going on, I send love or I send Reiki energy to something, and then I have to literally step myself out of it and say, I can't let this control my thoughts for the day. I have to be positive. I have to make decisions with love and compassion, even though this may be going on or it's not happening there. You know, so I see it as a personal choice that we each make on what our vibration and our mindset is going to be. That is that is the truth. And and that's to me, that is the shift, is that more and more people are waking up to the fact that we're no longer bystanders in this narrative, that we actually have the ability to place ourselves uniquely within this historical moment. And to realize that we have more power than we've been told. And that power starts with choosing to to live at a different vibration like you're talking about. So I think that is 100% what this shift is about. And and part of the reason I've been thinking about this term momentum is that that shift and that awareness is gaining so much momentum on a daily basis. And, you know, we, we might not be aware of it. In, in a big picture way because, you know, we're not being told, in my opinion, about how that's happening. But, you know, even even yesterday I was so inspired to see the uh, People's Climate March in New York City. Ah, wonderful. You know, they, they had anticipated 100,000 people and some estimates had it at over 350,000 people that came out on a Sunday to to stand together, not not to necessarily protest, but to say, look, there is a different way in a different direction that we know within our hearts that we can be moving in. And that courage and that commitment to change is part of the fabric of this shift, that energy medicine that is so beautifully expressed in Reiki. Oh, 
Oh, I love it. I love it. And I actually was invited to go with one of my students. They had a little bit of a, a get-together for that in Seattle oh, yesterday. Lovely. But I had a couple appointments, so I couldn't. And I was like, if I would have known sooner. And that was just that was great that Seattle played their little part in that. Yeah, you know, there are hundreds of, of gatherings around the country and and both in, in public settings but also in, in people's houses, you know, and, and you know, the, the topic of where we stand right now and really the choice that we're all confronted with um, as a species, as a society, is what direction do we want to go? And, you know, the, the climate change uh, movement is one uh, of – you know, one of the indicators that we're moving in a direction towards more equity and more balance. And for me, it's really about, you know, recognizing that there is a different narrative and there is a different story that is so much larger than the narrative that we've kind of default into on a day-to-day basis. So, yeah, it's and that whole sense of all, all of us being connected that's a big part of that that storyline. Yes, yes. And actually, our next segment uh, after the first commercial break, Derek's going to take us through a fun little exercise, which is going to be really fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And, and the essence of that um, exercise really it reflects my interest in networks. And, you know, part of the shift that's happening is a shift in our economic system and then a shift to a fundamentally more collaborative and inclusive economic system that's referred to in so many ways, but you know it's referred to as the rise of the collaborative economy, where we recognize that we're more interconnected from an economic perspective than uh, we ever have been with with technology and with integrated economies around the world. Wow. You know, we're not separate anymore. And so the the currency of the new economy is relationships and the interconnectedness of of people and organizations and the social capital that we have and and that's fluid in the form of networks and so whereas we have a hundred years of of research and studies on the organizational model which is a top down model which is the model that we're all familiar with now we're we're moving into the what we, what we call the squishy space of networks, which is much more bottom up, which embraces the values of the feminine, of inclusivity, of collaboration, of of sharing, and and that economy is really really powerful, and that's reflected in so many ways and in so many communities around the world right now, and that's to me where I place my energy on a day to day basis. Oh wow! I I had no idea. That's that's interesting. Yeah, it is. There's so many efforts, and I think that's that's really the challenge in our in our society is to say where are the things that are working? You know, because we can be we can sit and you know just totally go into a fear response and totally go into a place of thinking that there's no hope, but there is so much hope and optimism in this world, and you see it um, in so many ways from from people planting trees and having community gardens in their neighborhoods and organizing seed exchanges to small businesses learning to collaborate and source from each other and, and having larger conversations about how they can cooperate to, to support one another. And, you know, you have all of these small little 
bubbles of of activities and i i call them antibodies of consciousness you know because that's really what it is is we're all uh in some ways the immune response that the planet is having to this other way of living which we've all just kind of been pulled into in many ways you know beyond our choice i mean the foundation has been set and in motion for a long time but as that system declines because it doesn't serve us anymore you know the rise of the new system and its varied ways and its diverse approaches is really the reason for hope and the reason for us to say yeah you know we don't have to live like we've always been living anymore on a day-to-day basis and so networks um to me represent the pathway forward so the more we understand about how we're connected the more we have an opportunity to accelerate the shift and to accelerate the momentum towards this emergent new culture. What can I do as an individual to help with that emergence? Well, that's a good question. I, I think that is, um, you know, hope to me is really the key word, you know. So many people even temporarily lose hope in the world when they, when they see something on the news about what's going on in, in Israel or Palestine or the Middle East and the war and feeling a sense of not being able to do anything. And, and we get lost in the meta-narrative that uh, is so strong because we, we think, oh my gosh, we can't do anything about the war. We can't do anything about Ebola. But if we take a step back, and if you find yourself or even other people going, that you know going into um, that particular fear response, you know, think about just recentering yourself. And you do, I know you do such an amazing job all the time of connecting with source and connecting with spirit and, you know, finding ways to connect on a day-to-day basis, I think is so important at an individual level, be that through Reiki, be that through yoga, be be that through meditation, mm-hmm. or even be that through laughter and joy and dancing and yes. singing and celebrating and pursuing an interest and following your intuition. I mean, all of those small things produce hope and produce a different vibrational frequency. Which positive energy. Positive energy. Yes. Yeah, yes. so that's what we can do. I mean, and it doesn't, you know, obviously if you're doing downward dog, that might not stop the war. But what that will do is that will give you that sense of being connected and that sense of power that comes from a different vibrational frequency. And and once you can move from that place, you can begin to question that narrative and question that story and connect with others that, that question the way things are. And not only question, but begin to give rise to this larger society. Yes, and just by changing our vibration to uh, being more positive, having hope, having gratitude, seeing above the big picture and allowing, you know, just to allow, I'm going to let good things manifest. I'm not going to let this keep me down. I know change can be made. I know things can be better. And, you know, just by us doing that ourselves, we're going to affect the people around us. Absolutely. We will bring other people higher. We will. I think you're absolutely right. And I, you know, the word you said, gratitude, is like the biggest thing that we can do. I mean, you know, even just making a list of what you're grateful for is 
probably the fastest way that you can raise your vibration. Oh, I and, love that. You know, it's the great. I, I try I to do that. it every night before I go to bed, and and sometimes I'll actually write it. Other times I will find myself falling asleep, recounting the day, recounting all the things I'm grateful for. And the more you do that, even if it's for five minutes at a time, the more you get in tune with shifting the way that we think. And that's opportunity thinking, and that's abundance thinking. And the more we're able to get into that stream of consciousness and connect with others that help us raise our vibration, uh, the more we're able to act and behave and move through this world in ways that are so much more a part of of the new way of being. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, I just love that. I love it, Derek, because, you know, we can look at it like I can change my life. I can change what I, what I see, and in doing that, I'm helping others change what they see, and it's just contagious. It is contagious, yeah. I mean, within the world of networks, there's this idea of, of you know, interconnectedness. And so as you shift, the thing, people that are connected to you shift. And as you shift and they shift, other people shift. And there's this larger sense of co- coalescing of, of, of ideas and consciousness that can be scaled very quickly. So Yes, yeah. yes. You know, I've, I've always believed, you know, uh, happiness is a choice. We all have issues um, and things that happen in our life, but happiness is a choice. And one of my favorite sayings is, if I choose to be happy, no one could stop me. And I just think that just says it all. It's like, you know, you can be in a cabin in the woods and you can be happy. Or you can be in a mansion on the hill and be unhappy. Because it's that inner choice that we make. It is. It's a continual choice. You're mm-hmm. absolutely right. Yeah. And, you know, the more people that come together, it's a great shift. Well, we are going to take a break now for commercial, Derek, and then we'll come back and, and have some more fun. Excellent. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. By making some important changes in your life, you can move forward from where you are to where you wish to be. It is becoming the change you want to see. It can be a sort of experiment, if you will. On Moving Forward Wellness One Step at a Time, your host, Dr. Serena Wadhwa, will introduce you to ideas that can help improve your health, relationships, and finances. You probably have at least one part of your life that needs improving. Make an appointment now to join us every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Every day, you hear so much about different aspects of the health and wellness field. One day, you hear one thing, and the next day, you hear something that contradicts what you heard the day before. How do you know what's right? Try tuning in to The Cutting Edge of Health and Wellness today with Dr. Neil Nathan and Dr. Jacob Teitelbaum. Our goal is to educate and explore this field with guest experts in order to help you take control of your health and well-being. Listen Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Your life, your health, your network. 
Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. And if you're just joining us, I have uh, Derek Rain with me today. I am Paula Vale of For the Love of Reiki. And we are talking about the momentum of the, the energy shift that's happening on the planet today. It's just huge. And Reiki is a big part of that. Mindset, attitude is all a part of this. And Derek is going to discuss a little bit now with, about the acceleration into this shift. And then he's also going to give us a fun little exercise to aid us in accelerating that little shift wherever we are. So welcome, Derek. And yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no, I, th- I think that's really the, you know, when we can dial into the fact that we have momentum and we're part of a current um, that is being born on our planet, uh, a whole different way of existing and interacting with the world. And so many people are aware of that. You know, I think that once we dial into that and the more we can dial into that on a daily basis, the more we start to feel the sense of acceleration and the sense of shift. And the more we immerse ourselves in that, the more we actually begin to see in our own communities from wherever we are, how that's being manifest in daily life. Because and part of it is unplugging from the other narrative and unplugging from our own fear-based responses on a day-to-day basis. Um, but it's really wading in as much as we can and, um, and finding ways sometimes to question and to confront the other narrative in ways that are, that are kind and are compassionate. Um, but as one of my friends says, you know, just because I'm compassionate does not mean I'm weak. And that, I love that. that I love isn't that. that true? Because I mean, you can get that from people, compassionate, you know, that's a weakness. But no, it's not. You can be strong in absolutely. your Absolutely. Yeah, and I think that's what, that's what part of this shift is, is to fully embrace this energy, this energy and vibrational frequency of love, of inclusion, of acceptance, um, and we've been told for so long as part of the old narrative that if you're compassionate, you know, you're, 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 you're a weak person. If you care about the environment or you care about homeless people or you care about your neighbors, you know, that even the act of caring and compassion is a sign of being weak. But that's just through the other lens. And we don't even have to defend ourselves anymore against that other lens because we're disconnecting. We're unplugging yes. and we're going to wade 100% into this other current with people that believe and are in the same path as us. Oh, I love that, Derek. I love that. Yeah. And so in terms of this exercise, you know, I, I find that there's so many individually based ways to connect to source. And I think that's so very important 
But what I want to talk about is the other side of the equation, which is after you establish uh, a, a daily practice and a way of connecting, how do you connect with other people in your community? And I, I personally think networks and network weaving represent a very easy and very practical way to do that. So, so here's the activity that I want to walk people through. So, and you can do this by yourself or you can do this in a group. And I can tell you, when you do it in a group, it's obviously better because you're trying to connect with people. So try to, try to do this in a group of, you know, two, three, or four friends. And what you want to do is get a piece of paper out and draw circles and write your names in it. So, and obviously, if you have four people, you know, you'll have four circles with each of your names. And you can say, if we're connected to each other and we collaborate or we know each other and we regularly interact, you can draw a line between each of those circles. So in an ideal world, if you are with people that you know, more than likely you're all going to be connected. The next thing you want to do after you have these four circles with these lines connecting, you want to, you want to start to ask questions. Okay, who else do we know, each individual in the circle, who else do we know that is part of our current, that when we connect with them, it amplifies our energy field, it amplifies the sense of being connected, of, of being a part of this larger, emergent, new vision. And initially start with the people that you know live in the same area, because obviously it's a little easier at least initially, to connect with people that live in the same area. So each person is invited to put that those circles with other names of people on uh, that particular piece of paper. So you might need a big piece of paper. You might want to get a piece of butcher paper to do this activity. <laughs> um, but imagine what happens if each of you put another four people on that. So then you're dealing with 20 people that are that are part of this emergent movement, that are part of this energy, uh, that are part of this acceleration, then you want to ask questions. Okay, who do, who do the other folks that are in your immediate circle know that are connected? And what you'll find is that you'll say, oh, yeah, well, I know this person is all, all they're good friends and they do you know, this together. But what you'll find in this very simple network map is that there's going to be people that are not connected, and people that you know that are not connected through your friends, people that they know that are not connected. And so one of the easiest ways, in my opinion, to accelerate and to continue to catalyze the shift is to recognize where those disconnections are and to invite the opportunity for those conversations. Even if you're not the person that's driving the conversation, you can say, mm-hmm. hey, Phil, you're really into you know, local food or you're really into meditation or you're really into this particular essence. Why don't you meet this person over uh-huh. here? Because that person is really interested in some of the same things you are. <clears throat> and what it begins to happen is as you grow that network, and weave that network and connect that network, you begin to see within your own immediate circle the magnification of this energy because passion builds on passion. And the people that you begin to introduce to each other begin to share experiences and interests that build passion. 
And I mean, you can probably think of a time, Paula, when you met somebody that you didn't know before that somebody introduced you to and you're like, wow, fireworks, right? Yes. And you probably have several examples, right? Yes. That just happened with Kristen Eichel, who I did the first show with and I'm doing the show Wednesday with. She was introduced to me and we just instant connection. It's like, oh my gosh, we are sisters. We just same thoughts. And it's like, as we connected, this big mushroom opened yes. up. And so she's connected with peop- me with people she knows. I've connected her with people I know. So already we've got this big mushroom going from that one connection. That's it. And that's what happens is we each come with our own social capital to our circles. And the social capital that's really important is the folks that we know that can that are within the same energy vibration you know because we all know people that have different frequencies and it's not that we're ignoring mm-hmm. them we can pull them in later mm-hmm. but right now the idea is how can we begin to accelerate and magnify and connect other people that are in the same momentum and in the same current everybody really is in the same current it's not like there's two currents it's just that some folks are more in tune and that's mm-hmm. that's where the possibilities happen and that's where creative new projects are born and that's where um, people have epiphanies and ideas and all the things that are really positive about moving and catalyzing and continuing to, to gain momentum that's where those things can happen and so imagine if every every person on this show even just went home and, and drew their own map of the people that are in their area of influence that are connected in the same way. And then they set up a conversation with one of their friends that they knew and, and invited them to do the same. And then maybe in a week's time or, or two weeks, you invite a couple people over for a potluck dinner and you say, why don't we just get together? Why don't we just get to be connected that would do so much because, you know, even having the opportunity to just share one-on-one is powerful. But when you do that in a group and you begin yes. to have conversations and side conversations, what ends up happening is that people begin to connect in a different way and become and, – and the vision of hope and the vision of where we're going becomes more real. Because that's the thing that we are all battling against is, you know, we are all feeling in some ways at times isolated in this, in this birthing of this new vision. And when we become connected and we become in community, which is the, one of the biggest values of this new emerging paradigm, it becomes more real. And it is real because we know it's real. Yes. And, and I would think with getting into that group and sharing that where there may have been self-doubt is now turned into excitement and confidence. Yes, and we begin to own it. And we begin to powerfully say, uh, by the way, uh, because I'm compassionate does not mean I'm weak. Remember, right? Because I'm full of hope and optimism and I know that a new world is possible, that doesn't make me uh, irrelevant. No. Yes. Don't tell me that anymore. That doesn't count. That's that's we're we're erasing the irrelevance yes. of an old narrative, and we can do that in community. And and once I, I love the word you use, mushrooming, because as you begin to do that, you literally feel the energy in the room expand, and then you just ask the next question: 
well, who else is missing from this circle? <laughs> who else is missing that we know as a group would love to be a part of this? That we could bring in. Who can we bring mm-hmm. in? Mm-hmm. You know, and you can use your imagination to see where this could go. Yes. But it can go as far as you want. I, I love uh, the Chautauqua model. That's been one of my passionate, just like, oh, we need to have more Chautauquas, you know, celebrations of community where people come together and dance and learn about issues that are relevant to their community and learn ways to connect. That's where my vision takes me when I think about these things. But there are infinite amount of visions and infinite amount of ways to connect and to celebrate this new vibrational frequency yes well let's just put that out there today everyone listening to this show uh, we invite you to connect with us Derek and I invite you to connect with us and become a part of that big mushroom yes you are welcome in our mushroom you are welcome (laughs) in our mushroom I love it (laughs) that is true and and that's and I think that's the other thing actually about the, the old narrative that it reminds me of is, you know, we, we're so used to defining ourselves by what we're not and oh, by who yes. we're not, you know. And, and part of the shift is by saying, no, this is actually what we are. And it's not that we're alone and we're not isolated in our homes or our apartments or wherever. We're not isolated. We're, there's this rich underlying fabric of connectivity. And by owning it, and inviting others into our mushroom, we are able to fully realize just how expansive we are. You know, there, there's the, the idea of the movement of movements and the network of networks and all of this energy that is becoming interconnected because we can't separate, you know, economic injustice from environmental injustice from health disparities. We can't, we can't separate that anymore because it's all the byproducts of the current ways that we've been living and yes. it's like, we know there's a different way. Don't tell us there's not a different way. Uh, <laughs> yes. We won't use any expletives, but it's like, that's a little BS, you know? It's like, that's not real. We know there's a different path, and that's the path that we each in our own ways are carving for the future and for our children's future. Mm-hmm. And really what is real is what we choose to and allow to be real. That is so you know, true. The direction that we take our thoughts yeah. That is so true. And imagine the intersections when you're in a group like this and you begin to to visually see who else you're connected to. Imagine the role that your gifts play. Because as you begin to come into these circles, you can say, you know, what gifts do you bring to this circle? Do you bring the gift of Reiki? I might bring the gift of yoga or meditation. Mm-hmm. Others might bring the gifts of, you know, Whatever gifts are, I mean, everybody has gifts. And we're no longer going to define ourselves by what we don't have. We're going to get away from limitation thinking and Mm -hmm. say, no, actually, everybody has gifts. Everybody belongs. Yes. And these gifts aren't a competition. They're a joining. They're making the whole shift stronger. And they're a sharing. Absolutely, yeah. But one of the the newest and most fastest-growing segments of the international economy is the cooperative movement and that's you know there's more people that work for cooperatives than that work for multinational corporations now most people don't know that what's a cooperative oh my goodness a cooperative cooperative is a collection of people that come together in shared ownership or shared responsibility Um, there's um, several different um, 
types of cooperatives, um, but they're really democratically controlled institutions where there's a, an equal playing field. So you can think about it as a membership owner, or you might think of it as I do sometimes as a credit union where you you are not necessarily employed, but you help guide the direction. Or would like a small business owner? You can. You, there's different forms mm-hmm. of cooperatives. I mean, you might be a member owner in a cooperative that is a farming or an aggregate cooperative that could create opportunities to purchase jointly or things like that. There's so many different forms, but cooperation is more powerful than competition. And that's part of the shift, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because the cooperation will bring more togetherness. Yeah. It feels so much better when you win as a team than when you win by yourself, I think. Yes. Oh, I love that. I love that. Well, we will take another commercial break, Derek, and then we'll come back. That sounds good to me. All righty. Thank you. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you facing unexplainable struggles with your health? Listen to someone who has been there. Join host Teresa Jungling each week for Living Natural Today, Out With Toxins, In With Your Health, as she interviews experts who will shed light and offer practical advice on how you can minimize toxins in your food, home, personal care products, and more. Living Natural Today, Out With Toxins, In With Your Health, is heard live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Health & Wellness Channel. Every day we hear about health and nutrition, but it's all so confusing. We think we're eating the foods that are good for us, like nuts and berries, and avoiding things that supposedly aren't, like gluten. Yet we still wind up craving poor foods, taking medication, sleeping poorly, and gaining more weight than ever. What could be underlying these health problems? Get the answers. Tune in to Nutritional Wellness Beyond Food with host Lori Hibbard, Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, This is Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki. And my wonderful guest here, Derek, and we've just had a great conversation so far, and we have more to share. But I would like to start with um, 
I have asked listeners and welcome them to email me at paula at wellnessinspired.com. Any questions about Reiki that you might have? Any stories about Reiki you might want to share? Well, I have a question today I'd like to answer. It's from Cheryl, and she's a level one practitioner, so she's just stepping into that. And she wants to give Reiki to her pets. And so she's asked a little bit, you know, I'm not quite sure how to approach that. Well, actually, I began my Reiki journey because of a pet, a dog that just owned my heart. And it was amazing. And that started me on this journey. But so all my animals are rescues and they all get Reiki on a regular basis. And anyway, um, the best way to approach animals, they are they're like opposite of people, you know, you can offer the Reiki and they're going to accept, you know, they're going to say like, oh, I don't know, you know, I, I get all different things. I have given Reiki to animals that um, are injured or getting ready to pass and and saw them through things. And but always my experience with the animals is at first they might look at you like, really, really, what are you doing? And then they're like, oh, okay, I didn't know you could do this. <laughs> and they just, oh, like, okay, so like, let's say you have a dog. You can activate your Reiki, and you can just kind of put your hands around the dog. You can even start from a few feet away, and they're going to pick right up on it, and they may come closer to you. A lot of times they do. They just come and lay right there. And they may even, like, tell you where they want it, you know, come put their hip in your hand or something. But you can just start out real gentle, like if it's it's a pet dog or a cat, you can have your Reiki activated. In one hand, you have just kind of sending the Reiki out of the palm chakra, you know, making a nice bubble around the, the animal, whole body. And then with the other hand, it's okay, you could, like, pet you know, just pet and love them a little bit, and you've got your Reiki activated. And I also use breath and eyes. Uh, it is important when you're sending Reiki with your eyes not to stare, because staring is aggressive, and you don't want to be aggressive. You want to just be very loving and surrendering. And just know that that animal is getting whatever it needs. The Reiki is all-knowing, and you just be a nice open funnel, and just put that pet in a nice bubble. And, you know, they're going to love it. And sometimes it takes them a while, but I haven't seen that that often, where, you know, they come and they're loving you up, they're wanting more. But they're just going to tell you, and they may lay down, or they may just come sit next to you. And when they're ready to be done with the Reiki, a lot of times they'll get up, and walk away and you just want to respect that and say okay we're done and give thanks or there's going to be a lot of times when you're done you're like okay I got to go to work now or I got to do something we need to finish this so you stop and then they're looking at you like I didn't say you could stop so really you're going to get all the aspects there but but just start in and just take it take it slow and easy and and 
surround them with that beautiful energy and your pets are just going to love it. And it's going to heal, you know, emotional wounds. It's going to heal physical wounds. It's going to raise their vibration. It's going to raise their immunity. So Cheryl, enjoy. I hope that was helpful. And uh, Derek, um, I did want to ask you today, is there anything that you would like to give our listeners Perhaps a mantra, an affirmation, or something that they can be aware of after today's show to kind of look for or say every day, just as their first step into moving closer into this shift. Sure, yeah, that's a great that's a great question. And one of the things I've been I've used for years is um, goes back to a class I took um, where you know, interrupting your thought patterns that are, are negative or maybe near the, meta, the current meta narrative or the old, we can call it the old meta narrative, you know, interrupt those fear based and limitation based thoughts, I think is, is so important. And so, you know, whenever I find something coming up, I will literally say cancel. And sometimes, you know, I will, I will say it out loud. Um, sometimes I'll say it in my mind. Um, and uh, sometimes it helps to, to take your fist and kind of put it in the palm of an open hand and say cancel. And what it does is it begins to train your mind to say, actually, that thought holds no power. And if, if you can do it, um, you know, in the midst of the beginning of the thought pattern or a way that you're starting to feel, that's great. Um, if you find yourself caught up in, in worry or doubt or, or fear or whatever, you can do it. And it's a really powerful way of, of interrupting that. And what I, what I like to do is replace that with the phrase, everything flows, because there is a flow to everything. There's a flow to, to the challenges and the obstacles that you face and, and how you navigate that flow is really important. But that's something I'd, I'd offer up to listeners to, to just kind of practice, you know, to, to, to say cancel and, um, and then to replace that after, after that energy begins to dissipate with the phrase everything flows. Oh, I love that. I love that. That's a great little little exercise it's like okay i don't like where my mind's going yep i'm letting it go i'm gonna cancel it yeah and the flow piece reminds us that there is this larger connection and everything Mm -hmm. is flowing you know the world is alive the world is um, an interconnected organism and everything is flowing we are part of that current and so if we can remind ourselves of that especially when we're going to a place that we don't want it, it becomes so much better to remind ourselves. It's just that continual refocusing. Mm-hmm. It's a good place to, to go. Yes. I see it as we are all in this, this river of water, this stream of water, which is divine consciousness. And we can remain in that and be the calm water. Life is going to go by. There's going to be rough waves. And we can choose to let those rough waves just beat us up. Or we can say, I acknowledge them, I make decisions, I move on, but I stay the calm water below the wave. And it's just that's beautiful. how I like to look at it. And that's where I take myself if I'm having a hectic day or things going on or even a bad day on the news. I just, okay, let the wave go, send my love and energy but I'm going to stay the calm water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's really important is to be that calmness and that presence. And 
you know, I think the the thing that some people um, will say, you know, when we have conversations about the new culture is that, well, what about the, the impacts that this old culture has had? And, I mean, those are real. You know, there are significant concerns that we should have about the environment, about our collective health, about the state of the world. And, you know, it's not that we need to to ignore those and pretend that they don't exist. We have to address them in a different way. We have to address them from a place of calm and from a place of compassion and, and light. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and because we can't approach them from the same way of thinking that they were created because they'll just get worse. So yes. I think that's so important. Because what we put out there, and we, when we were chatting the other day, you mentioned a gentleman that said something about we're in a particular decade and you actually yeah. met him. Tell yeah, us about yeah. that. Yeah, I was at a conference a few years ago. It was the Business Alliance for Local Living Economies conference. And this gentleman named, I think his name is Jason McLennan, and he's the um, director of the International Living Futures Institute. And... Um, of everything from this conference that happened, um, I took away this phrase where he said, we are in the first year of the last decade that we have to make the most substantial shift in human history. And that was in 2011. And, you know, when I heard those words, I literally goosebumps went up my arms. and, And I recognized that. I was like, I resonate with that. And that's not something that is alarmist per se it's it's like we do we're all in some ways recognizing the urgency of our times and by happenstance a few years later i ran into him uh, in portland just by coincidence and and i walked up to him and i said hey you know you said this thing it really stuck with me and it impacted me and he said you know now we have eight years and i think um that's a really important thing not not to be alarmist, but to say this is really a critical window for for the emergence of a new culture and a new way of being. And that's really, in my opinion, the, the so vital importance of what you were just saying, of staying calm in the water, uh, of, of not being drawn into limited thinking, and instead to to connect with others that are that are working towards justice and are working to, to give birth um, to this, you know, duplicity of new systems. It's not just a new system that's being born, in my opinion. It's a, it's a, range, a range, a wide variety of new ways of being. Um, we're not just consumers. We're not just automatons in a system that have to go to work. I mean, there's so many different ways of being in the world that uh, are really beautiful. And so... I often think of the, his comments um, because you know I think wow there is a, there's a there's a fine balance to to understanding the sense of urgency and the way I like to look at it is time to, to roll up our sleeves and get busy mm-hmm. you know it's, it's like a calling <laughs> it there's is there's a calling out there right now and and the more I mean just the fact that now we can talk about this and Reiki on World Talk Radio that's a whole new. Th- new perspective, and that's what Kristen was saying last week on the show. But all this is part of that, and really I see it as exciting. It's a calling, and 
you know, we're in this shift right now. So it's just opening up for everyone to give everyone hope and some happiness and a shift in their energy and their mindset. It is, and it is the shift that's so important. I mean, once you begin to shift internally, then you can externalize that. And that's why I think it's so important to catch yourself and to to disconnect and to really reorient yourself as much as you can. And as you do that, you begin to see new opportunities for connection and where you might be able to place your energy. And I think this is the most exciting time. I, I always say, we are living through the greatest creative renewal of all time. And that's what this is. Oh, this is well a creative said. renewal. Yes. We have to access our creative vibration and our creative pulse. And as we come into community, we can do that so much more effectively because we have so many more assets and so many more strengths and so many more gifts to draw upon. We all have something to offer. And, and that's really that's what the old system is saying. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. You're all in isolation. You're yeah. all individuals. Quiet. You all, yeah. you know, stop yeah. it. You know, you're making yeah. me mad. Ah, whatever, you know, yeah. irrelevant. You know, you don't exist anymore. And, but I think really finding ways of celebrating and, and, and seeing and holding up the, the things that are working, I think that's going to be a really big, big piece. Yeah, it's really very exciting, really, to see the shift and, and for me as a, a Reiki girl, just to have people walk in my office that I never would have dreamed I would come receive Reiki and then say, oh, my gosh, I had no idea. Thank you. It just shows how so many more people are stepping in and being open to things and trying. And I'm just very excited by that to see how much more and how much more Reiki there is in hospitals. And Reiki can work with the medical field. It works with the vibration and the energy shift and the momentum. I mean, it just, it's a whole big, I got to say it again, it's a big mushroom. And we can just start by that one step of what you've talked about is just raising up to that and doing that little bit and cancel out all those negative thoughts and and just look forward to tomorrow. Absolutely. And I think that's totally true. I think, you know, it, the other piece to say and uh, as we're closing is that, you know, we're not going to completely do away with this this old arc, you know, this this system. We're going to integrate. We have to integrate, you know, the things that have worked. Uh, and, and the assets and the tools that can be a part of that, of the new way of being, we can bring those along with us. Yes. You know, it's more of the consciousness that of limitation and fear that we want to get rid of and the yes. consciousness of, of competition and, you know, separation and, you know, there's not enough. You know, no, 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 no. We don't want that. But there have been tools and things that have been created that are really, really useful and uh, and I think that's really, really important to note as well. Yes, because fear and doubt hold <clears throat> us down. And hope and creativity and trust lifts us up. So, yeah, Derek, this has just been so wonderful. Yeah. Thank you again. Thank you, And Paula. I look forward to getting together with you again. I do too. A big thank you to all of our listeners out there. Hope you enjoyed the show today. Big hugs and blessings. Thank you. Thank you again for tuning into For the Love of Reiki. 
Please join your host, Paula Vale, again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel to learn more about your better health. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.